Welcome back to the Sean Trey Show. Now, this is going to end up being my 100th episode. And for this, I yeah, wow. I'm to do something different and special, which is why I'm dressed like a Sith Lord. Now, 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 welcome back. Now, can you tell people, for people who might just be tuning in for the first time, who you are and what you do? Um, I'm Tim Craven. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was originally on the show to talk about the creative process of uh, making records, which is what I do. One of the things that I do. And, uh, but since then we've had some great conversations about, uh, so, so many, many other, other things. things. So yeah. Here we are. And, 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 and <laughs> we, we both are fans of the star Wars genre, which is why I am dressed oh, yes. in a phenomenally Sith. I got this one. This is, this is my Sith costume and I'm very proud of this. I scored this in Southeast great. Asia. No awesome. idea how I pulled that off. I had to dive through multiple layers of, of chaos to find a Sith costume. My daughter was like, Daddy, yeah. I want to be a Jedi and you're going to be the bad guy. And I was like, hmm, am I bad or am I simply mm. the other side of the force? <laughs> there you go. Right. That's right. But, but, but really, uh, so it's this holiday. That's this mixture of a lot of crazy stuff. But what's interesting. One of the reasons that it, I, I, it reminds me of star Wars is so one of the things that I wanted to chat with you about Star Wars, so we're not just going down Star Wars, which is awesome. What I love about the new Mandalorian series is that there are these different, especially if you've seen the newest episode, and I won't say anything, but no, right, there, there's haven't. some emerging trends, right? Because for the long time in Star Wars, there was the Jedi, there were the Sith, and then that was pretty much your your two different paths, you know, granted, if you followed the extended universe, there were tons of different, you know, things and groups and, you know, you have your bounty hunters and different groups, but each different group has its own kind of code of life and kind of like philosophy of life. And right now we're seeing in this most recent series, the contrast between Jedi and Mandalorian and this now now people are yeah Mandalorians are pretty cool this is the way <laughs> couldn't score a Mandalorian costume here that was a bit beyond my memory <laughs> but talk to me talk to me about what 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 kind of drew you into Star Wars oh wow everything right. I mean you know what that came out in 75 I think and so it probably got to my neck of the woods. Like we had just moved from Los Angeles to St. Louis and we landed, you know, St. Louis as far at that time, things were different. You know, they weren't as instantaneous yeah. like they are with the internet. So it took a while for things to trickle from the, you know, from Europe to the United States to the middle of the country. So, and things were different. Like LA had a scene and it was a whole thing and New York had a scene, a whole thing. So all of that culture took a while to get to the center of the country, which is where now we were living. But so it came out in 75. I probably saw it in 76. Mm-hmm. And I was what I was, I think I was five or six at the time. So everything drew me in. It, it was a game changer. Like I'd been going to the movies. My parents were big movie fans and they would always take us to the movies with them. And, you know, we saw leading up to Star Wars you know, we saw all the great ones, you know, like Jaws, yeah. the big blockbuster, uh, Close Encounter of the Third Kind, which was great. We loved that. But, man, Star Wars, it's something about it just clicked. I don't know if it's just all of the, you know, <clears throat> life 
it, it, you know, the ways to live your life, you know, it's like, you know, that saying everything I ever needed to learn, I learned in kindergarten. Yeah. It's like everything you need to learn in life. You, you can learn from watching star Wars, a new hope. I mean, right? it's all there, all of the, 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 the golden rule and all the things. And so I don't know if it was that, but it was definitely a combination of the visuals. It wasn't necessarily like at that age, I don't know. I don't know. Good filmmaking, from yeah, bad yeah, filmmaking. Yeah. And a lot of it, I guess was kind of cheesy. If you were an adult, but as a kid, it was yeah. just magic. It was absolute, just magic from the moment the first, you know, trumpet hits and the star Wars logo drifts away from you to the very end ceremony, you know, where they're giving the medals out. And it, it's, it's just, captivating i think i saw it probably 10 times in the theater when i was a kid it was like every weekend i'd be like let's go see star wars so my parents would take us so everything about it was amazing I remember the, the first for force me, joke you know? the first time i saw the force joke and i was just like what what that's yeah. possible not in here but in that yeah. universe it is like oh my god all, all my friends were just like Sing. yeah Oh, I know. Just so much of that opening scene is just so captivating, you know, and, and as a kid, and in 1976, we'd never seen the closest we'd seen anything to that was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, you know, that was the only thing with the spaceships and the big spaceships that come down at the end and, you know, all of this, this stuff. And that's not even until the end of yeah. the movie. Um, when you actually see the spaceships, everything is this illusion of light and shaking and chaos and these aliens that are coming in and taking these people. And there's like this illusion of, of the, of the spaceship, but that opening scene, the first thing is right. like right over your head, you know, the, you've got, well, you've got the first spaceship that you think is really mm -hmm. grand, you know, the little rebel, the real, real little rebel ship. And then after it, that's shooting it is this like gigantic <laughs> destroyer, you know, <laughs> Imperial destroyer. I mean, that's just like as a kid, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, are you kidding me? Like I'm in, I'm 100% in on this, you know, yeah. it, it was, it was jaw dropping what? for me, you know, and then the yeah. sound, I mean, that was like, you know, they were really pushing new limits sonically in the theater with like early early surround sound kind of components of that, you know, and, uh, man, it was just all the lasers and everything. And it was just the music. It was, it was nuts. It was insanity. Well, one know? of the things, and you go back to, to Hollywood's tradition of like, you go back to some of the old stuff, man, like some of the set builds, you know, on, on like singing in the rain, you know, unreal, man. Like yeah, the stuff they were building and you got to give them, it's just such, it's so amazing to, 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 to look mm -hmm. at how these, this world building. And I got to work on, I got to work with Ron Howard on Angels and Demons. And when we were shooting on Sony's lot, which used to be Columbia Pictures, and we went into this one giant soundstage. And it, like on the wall, they have a list of all the movies that were shot in that room. Oh, wow. And I walked cool. over there and I'm just reading these and it's like, it, it was like, um, what was right at the top was, uh, was Ravaz. And if you looked yeah, up, like, you say. could still see the different, um, like that they still had the pieces in place that they would suspend the, the flying monkeys from. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just this amazing to look at how all of the things that they built and what they had to put together to, to make that. You know, it's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And then the next studio over, I was standing there for my cool Tom Hanks stories. I was, I was standing there looking at the wall and on this wall was a, the 
right at the top. It's like right, not, it's just on the list, not at the top, but is Joe versus the volcano. I was like, what? Joe versus the volcano was shot in here? And all of a sudden, from behind me, I heard Tom's voice go, yeah, that was a fun one to shoot. And I turned around, I was like, what? Hi, Tom. And he just, he launches in on this cool story talking about how that the floors could be removed and like the floors were actually removable in that. And they have these giant tanks under the ground and those tanks, mm-hmm. they, they flooded them. And he talked about how he had been, you know, he was on the suitcase for a couple of days, just floating there in these mm-hmm. tanks and. It was amazing, man. And, and, and mm-hmm. you don't think about it. You don't think about what goes into the world building for these movies, but it's insane, you know? Mm-hmm. And now, yeah. now the level of digital world building that goes in. I've had a couple of people come in that talk to me about the, um, the what is it called? Is it the Mirage? I can't remember, but it's, it's this expanse. Like it's this 3D, uh, like it's essentially a screen that goes all the way around so that they're not using green screens. They're actually have these led screens that surround you. Uh, it's not 360. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, 280 or something like surrounds mm-hmm. people and they just shoot on it. And as they turn the, the background actually moves as well. And so it's, it's amazing, man. That's cool. That gives it a more of a three dimensional, like an object in space. Kind and then of they thing, have props, which inside is lacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They ride the props and move the props inside of it, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, brother, this has been a fun conversation. Now I want to finish up and ask you this. If you were in the star Wars universe, what would you do? (laughs) What would you like to do? What would I do in that world? Yeah. What would you do? What would you want to do? I'm, uh, you know, I'd hang out with Han Solo. Right. I'd be a smuggler, man. Be a pirate. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Totally undeniable i would try yeah. to be a jedi but i don't know yeah eh. i don't know i like the mandalorian series but yeah i still try to be a jedi That's yeah the droids are looking for yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i love all that i mean i love all that but um you know i'm all about high adventure let's go do it let's get right. out there in the world and see what happens Han solo yeah. does have the adventures jedis are too i think the, yeah. the problems with the jedi is they are just way too vanilla man well you know the thing is is they as the story develops you know um they're they're either a recluse or they're um you know they're they're deep in the um deep in the politic politics of what's going on um I, I just like the i like the idea of somebody who's just out there just out there winging it gunslinging it awesome. you know <laughs> Yeah, it's just fun. I mean, his character is just a cool character. He's just a cool dude. Hansel, I mean, uh, Harrison Ford was like the perfect pick at the time for that. Perfect. You know, couldn't couldn't think of anyone else better. Someone else that was like in line for that role. That when I remember reading that, I can't remember who it is, but it was just like, oh, I can't. If anyone else had been cast as Han Solo, it wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that that would be me. If I was in Star Wars, that would, that would definitely be me. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks, brother. Well, How about you? Awesome. What would you be? For me, Jedi. Okay, if I had to pick one, one, I, I mean, I'm sure I would love to be a Jedi. But you're right; it's kind of boring, man. I think if I was in the Star Wars universe, I mean, certainly I would want. I mean, I would love to learn the Force to use the Force, but maybe not kind of with the Jedi or with the Sith, because both of them kind of are 
they don't get it, you know? And so I maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'd try to seek out a, a different a different group of force users because in the expanded universe, there are other groups of force users. And so mm-hmm. I think that might be mm-hmm. something interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see if Star Wars starts playing with that as they go down and start working yeah. with Grogu, which is such a cool little character, Baby Yoda. You, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is like, I remember watching the press release when Lucas signed over the Star Wars franchise to Disney. And I was so heartbroken. It was like, (laughs) it was like watching, you know, um, it was watching your, like your childhood home be bulldozed (laughs) to build a Walmart or something, you know, like that's how I felt. I was like, how can you do this? How can you do this? Come on. Like you need more money. Give me a, you know, give me a break. So, um, you know, it was just really disappointing, but actually I have to say that, um, at Disney has, Disney has been a, they've been a good, uh, you know, they've been a good steward of the, of the franchise, I think, you know, for the most part, they've been a good steward of the franchise, I think. So, um, I like what they're doing and uh, I think they're keeping it as, as true as they can, you know, and and expanding it as well. So with some of their things, um, but I have, I have a pitch for, for Disney. I'll leave you with this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I, (laughs) I think, I think the next star Wars line should be, called uh red six porkins red six. Oh hell yeah and it should be the story of porkins and i think it's this like kind hell of yeah. lovable he's this like lovable loser who joins the uh rebel alliance on a drunken dare only to become like you know an <laughs> integral part in the um in the fight against the empire i think that would be that would be know, awesome. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Well, there was like there, there, there's these different things. I, I got to give Disney credit. They're like looking to expand into different areas and arenas. Like so, even with the Avengers, I heard that they're looking at testing the grounds to, no, no jokes, like to testing the grounds to do an Avengers musical. Like, oh how I don't know, but like they, 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 they they're looking at playing around with other concepts. So bringing in comedy, bringing in. <laughs> uh, well, we all remember the, we all remember the 1977 Christmas. Star Wars Christmas special. Star Wars Christmas Oof. special. That was, that was brutal. That was brutal. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> yeah. That was heartbreaking. I remember watching that as a kid and, and, and feeling uncomfortable watching it. Even as a kid, I was like, <laughs> this, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so awesome. be careful. Be careful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you never uh, know, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, brother, yeah. I want to appreciate your time coming on and discussing. All yeah, absolutely. My 100th episode, I figured I had to do something a little bit different and have some fun conversation on today. So it's awesome, man. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks right. again. May the I'm force be with you. May the force be with you. Uh,